don't know if you ever have this feeling of a third hand would be really useful. Am I the only one who ever thinks that? There we go. Well, today, across the world, across the globe, millions and millions of people will gather to worship God together. It's been going on on a Sunday for the best part of 2,000 years. Every Sunday being that celebration of Jesus' resurrection. It's why we gather together. It's why we meet on a Sunday. It's why, why Sundays are so meaningful to us. The first day of the week that proclaims that there is life, that there is forgiveness, that there's hope and joy and peace and purpose, a certain future uh, to anyone who will come to Jesus, who will turn from their old way of life to a life of faith following him. Uh, it's always uh, such a joy. Easter Sunday, I think, is, is probably my favourite day of the year. Uh, gathering together, the celebrations. Uh, we had a good Easter Sunday uh, a couple of weeks ago, but I, I'm always aware we, we can be quite quick to move on from Easter uh, in, the, in the life of the church. And so actually it's, it's been good over the last couple of weeks to, on Easter Sunday to see Matthew's account of the resurrection. Last Sunday uh, to hear from Luke. This Sunday uh, to hear from John's account. And we are still in that first Easter Sunday morning uh, when Jesus was raised from the dead. Uh, we, uh, we find the disciples going to find the empty tomb. Their assumption is the body has been taken. But actually as the passage continues and the day goes on, the realization begins to dawn uh, that something far more special uh, something far more life-changing has happened. I, I, in Matthew, in Luke, in John, there, there are common themes. The resurrection of Jesus, uh, we're told, is, is a reason not to be afraid because there's peace. The resurrection of Jesus uh, brings, brings a joy that speaks into fear and into confusion. In, in all three of them, the resurrection of Jesus brings a purpose, making the risen Jesus known. And this morning, I want us just to pay particular attention uh, to the final few verses from John 20 uh, that we heard. Uh, verses 19 to 23, if you've got your Bibles open, it's, it's page 10,000, uh, 10, 1,089. Um, Mary has encountered the risen Jesus. She's tried to hold on to him, and Jesus has, has sent her uh, with a message for his friends. Then we read on in verse 19. On the evening of the first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Jesus' friends gathered in one place. This is, this is not a room that was full of celebration. This was a room that was full of confusion. A room full of fear, we're told. The doors locked. They're hiding, maybe peeking out of the behind the curtains every now and again. Just like a balloon inflates with air, so the disciples in that room were inflated with fear. What, what's gone on? What on earth has been going on? Why is Jesus' tomb empty? Is, is Jesus really alive, like some people are saying? What about the authorities? Surely they're going to come after them with, with all this going on. Are they going to be arrested? Are they going to be labelled as troublemakers? Are they going to... Are they going to go through something like Jesus went through. I guess, you know, none of us have, have been in that situation. None of us were in that room. But all of us will have an experience, or maybe have the experience now, of feeling something of what those first disciples were feeling. That sense of apprehension, that sense of fear. 
Maybe it's that sense of not knowing what's going on because it feels like life has sent you a curveball. Maybe it's a, a, a diagnosis, a bereavement, a redundancy, something has gone on in your family. And maybe it's just an awareness of the brokenness of the world around us. Uh, the things that are filling our news, wars, famine, people being hurt and harmed, the damage that's being done to the environment. Maybe it's the, a friendship or, or a relationship that meant so much to you has, has, has gone, is no more. And you can't quite work out what life is going to look like. Or perhaps it is just life and the responsibilities that you have just feel overwhelming. You're not sure you have the resources uh, to, to do what you need to do. Or maybe you're feeling like people around you, they just don't want to give you an easy ride for your faith in Jesus. You know, they're, they're quick to say you're out of step. You're old-fashioned. You're judgmental. You're homophobic. You're uninformed. You're unscientific. Well, into that room filled with fear walked Jesus. And it's as simple as we read it. Jesus came and stood among them. It wasn't that Jesus had a spare key. It's not that he'd shimmied up the drain pipe into the wi- through the window. He's not been hiding under the table. He just appears. He just walks in. It's amazing. And then we read at the end of verse 19. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. When the risen Jesus says, Peace be with you, that's more than him saying, Hello, or how are you doing? This is a moment where Jesus gives his peace to his friends, to his disciples. I imagine all of us uh, in, our, in our lives have had the experience of, of what it's like to have a, a damaged friendship or a damaged relationship with somebody in our family. And we experience that, that feeling of, of tension, of hurt, of upsets, maybe even of anger. There's a sense of distance between the two of you, maybe a sense of, of disconnection, perhaps no, no contact at all. Perhaps it, it felt or even feels right now that you just don't know how things will be fixed. If this is something you're going through right now and you know, if it's possible, don't, don't leave this morning having not prayed with someone you trust about it. But then just imagine that something happens. Something brings the two of you back together. There's maybe an acknowledgement of the hurt. Maybe there's an apology. You forgive. They forgive you. There's, there's a moment of grace from the other person who you've upset. And the hostility begins to dissolve. You're reconciled. You have peace. It's a peace that speaks of repaired relationship. It's a peace that, that makes life brighter again. It's a peace that lifts a weight from your shoulders. That's the peace that Jesus gives and speaks. And how much more meaningful is it when we realize that actually the damaged relationship all of us naturally and normally have is between it's between us and the maker of all things. And that we're responsible for the damage that's been uh, done. And, and if you like, we've, we've run off. Leaving behind the one who truly loves us. And we're left with hurt. And it feels like nothing can be done about it. And then there's a moment of grace. God comes in Jesus to find us. 
difficult and Jesus goes on the cross to take responsibility for what we've done. The hostility ends. There's reconciliation. There's peace. That's the peace that Jesus speaks of here. That's the peace that Jesus offers to any of us, even this morning, to anyone who comes to him. I wonder if you have that peace. Or if you need to experience that peace. Peace be with you. Four words that change everything. Peace be with you. Four words that make a real difference. Peace be with you that begins to deflate all our worries and fears that rattle through our lives. And in those verses, I just want to support two things that the peace Jesus gives that deflates fear gives us. The first one is it's a peace that brings joy. I wonder if you noticed that in, in verse 20. Jesus said, peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands, he showed them uh, his sight. Then the disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. This is a peace that brings joy because it comes, because of who it comes from, the risen Jesus. The Jesus who's appeared in the room has the marks of the crucifixion. It's the same Jesus who had called them, loved them, served them, taught them, died for them. A peace Jesus gives uh, brings joy because it's a declaration now of something that will be true in the future that all will be well. A peace Jesus gives isn't a promise of an easy ride now, but it gives us the firm foundation to stand on when the storms of life hit. We can have joy even when we don't understand what's going on. We can have joy even when we're aware of the world's brokenness. Because there's a promise of new creation. A new world of resurrection. There's joy even when relationships go sour because in Jesus we have all the resources for forgiveness and reconciliation and real change. There's joy when you feel overwhelmed or that you don't have the resources to do life because we can know that Jesus knows exactly what it feels like. He's still got the scars from his crucifixion and he gives us his spirit, the same spirit, the same power that raised him from the dead at work in our lives. There's, there's joy even when we're given a hard time for following Jesus. Because we're following the only person who's ever gone through death and come out the other side. Peace be with you. Four words that deflate our fears. Four words that bring us joy. And the second thing it leads us to is being sent out. The peace Jesus gives sends us out. So read in verse 21. Again, Jesus said, peace be with you. Jesus says it again. He, re he reminds his disciples of his peace so quickly. Why? Because of what he goes on to say. As the Father has sent me, I'm sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Jesus reminds his friends of the peace that he gives because he's about to send them out into the world that they've locked the door to, that they're hiding from. To go out and make God's offer of forgiveness known. I mean, just think for a moment of a non-Christian friend, non-Christian family member, and just all the feelings that bubble up when we think about telling them about Jesus. That's what the disciples were feeling. 
So Jesus says, peace be with you. And there's an encouragement for us all when we kind of feel those, those bubbles of, uh, of fear and of anxiety of, of speaking to others about Jesus. Did you know, and this is, this is research that came out this week from the Talking Jesus Research 2022, one in three non-Christians, after a conversation with a Christian friend, are interested in finding out more about Jesus. One in three of your non-Christian friends, non-Christian family members, after a conversation about Jesus, would be interested in finding out more. I think that's wonderful. Isn't that liberating? You speak to three, three non-Christian friends or three non-Christian family members this week, one of them might come to Christianity Explored next Monday with you. I, I know statistics, it's statistics. It doesn't quite work like that. Why not? Three people this week. Pray for them. Speak to them. Invite them. But an even bigger encouragement, Jesus sends them out with the promise of some serious backup. The Holy Spirit. And Jesus gives them a taster, doesn't he, of what's going to happen a few years, a few years, a few weeks later at Pentecost. As he breathes on them. We're not told the disciples shot straight out the door. In fact, if we, if we go on a couple of verses from our reading, we're told uh, about a week later, uh, they're in a room and the door's still locked. Okay, the Holy Spirit is still to come at Pentecost. And when Jesus talks about having the ability to forgive sins, it's not because the disciples get to do that. Rather, they declare that someone who puts their faith in Jesus, their sins are forgiven. They get to offer the forgiveness that God gives. It all comes through at the death of Jesus. Jesus says, peace be with you. It's a peace that speaks of forgiveness. A forgiveness we experience and a forgiveness we can offer. Christianity Explored is a great opportunity to be offering that to our friends. If we're needing something that's uh, less far down the line in terms of where people are at. On the 5th of June, we've got the Jubilee service and barbecue. That's a nice invite to somebody uh, to allow them to see what goes on, what we're about. Jesus says, peace be with you, four words that deflate fear. Jesus says, peace be with you, four words that bring joy. Jesus says, peace be with you, four words that send us out. And if we know our liturgy well enough, we can end with me saying, the peace of the Lord be with you. And you reply, and also with you. Peace be with you, and also with you.